You're listening to the Running Around Charlotte podcast, presented by the Novon Health Charlotte Marathon. One day, five events, with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Find out more or register at runcharlotte.com. This week's episode is brought to you by Pinnacle Financial Partners. And here are your hosts for the Running Around Charlotte podcast, Tim Rhodes and DC Lucchese. Our Novant Health Charlotte Marathon ambassadors are some of the best. And while they all have running in common, they come from a wide variety of backgrounds. Today on the Running Around Charlotte podcast, we get a glimpse into the life of a pharmacist who specializes in oncology pharmacy. I didn't know that existed. Mm -hmm. And even rides in the popular bike fundraiser to cancer support here in Charlotte. In addition to her running, Say hello to Meg Taylor. Welcome, Meg. How you doing? I'm great. How are y'all? I'm doing very well. DC Lucchese, how you doing, buddy? I too am well. I too am well. Excellent. I think that uh, fundraising cancer support ride is the 24-hour foundation, also mm-hmm. known as 24 Hours of Booty. I've been reading a lot of that in the paper. They're back this year. Uh you're in on that this year? Yeah, I'm, I've already signed up. It's one of the biggest events in Charlotte that I look forward to every year. Of course, the Charlotte Marathon as well. Um, but this will be my seventh year participating in 24 Hours of Booty. So I'm really excited that it's going to be in person and we'll be out there the last weekend of July. Yeah, fantastic. And for, for those that don't know, uh, the, you can Google the 24 Foundation. It is a 24-hour bike ride around the booty loop, which is about a three-mile loop in uh, in Myers Park and in, in the Queens University campus. Um, they have Bootyville, which is a place where you can rest between um, ride shifts. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a huge fundraiser for cancer. It started uh, several years ago uh, by Spencer Luters. And so uh, if you want to make a donation, I'm sure Meg can hook you up because I'm sure yeah. she's out there fundraising because it is a fundraising <laughs> event, right? That's so right. We'll give you the we'll yeah. give you the nine one one on that hookup later. But uh, what what keeps you busy nowadays? Obviously, running, uh, riding. What else is going on? Um, so, like you said, I am an oncology pharmacist. Um, I work for a continuing education company, so that's what I do throughout the day. Um, I have a five-month-old daughter, so she's keeping me very busy. Um, Fortunately, I was able to, thank you. Fortunately, I was able to exercise and ran and cycled through a lot of my pregnancy. Um, So it's been nice to get back to it postpartum as well. Now, I've I've got to ask before before we go any further. Oncology pharmacy, Mm -hmm. talk to me about that and tell us how you got into that. That seems like a very, very small hallway. It (laughs) it is. You're exactly right. Um, So when I was in pharmacy school, I knew Mm -hmm. that I wanted to do something a little bit different than Mm -hmm. working in your traditional retail pharmacy, so like a drugstore. Um, So I started exploring different areas of pharmacy and within the hospital, you can specialize to become a clinical pharmacist in pretty much any area that there's Mm -hmm. a matching area in medicine. So like cardiology, pediatrics, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, So I did two years of residency after pharmacy school at Johns Hopkins up in Baltimore. And that's where I specialized in oncology and hematology And I'm actually from Charlotte originally. So after I finished residency, there was a job available at Levine Cancer Institute. And Mm -hmm. I took that 
and I worked there for six years. And then last year, I actually transitioned right about, it was early April that I transitioned mm -hmm. into a role where I now do oncology programming. Um, so like all continuing education programming for pharmacists. Mm -hmm. And it's really great because our team, we do programming for pharmacists, but we also are pharmacists. So we're able to really connect with our audience, but I only do oncology programs for them. Wow. <laughs> that is some, that is some life-changing stuff right there. That's incredible. But I mean, yeah, yeah. it's a good job. I've really enjoyed it. Good for you. Good for you. And how did you get involved uh, with 24 Foundation? Yeah, that's a great question. So when I moved back to Charlotte, mm -hmm. Levine Cancer Institute does a lot of work with the 24 Foundation. Sure. Mm -hmm. So they had a team and they were encouraging people to participate. I really hadn't ridden a bike very much. Um, I'd been to a couple of cycling classes. And that's mm -hmm. the great thing about 24 Hours of Booty is that you don't need to be a serious cyclist by any means. I mean, people mm -hmm. are out there on tandem bikes. There's someone out there that goes out there on their unicycle every year. So um, we know that guy, believe it or not. <laughs> oh, so. <laughs> I'm sure you do. <laughs> I'm very impressed. I cannot imagine. It's hard enough oh on a bike. Gosh. It's surprisingly hilly. Oh boy, I, yeah. But they were recruiting people to be on their team. And since that time, I have participated every year and I usually volunteer with them in some capacity as awesome. well throughout the year. It's a fantastic organization. Yeah. Good for you. Good for you. And you're running. You said you got a chance. Yeah. You got you got to stay active during your yes. during your pregnancy. Very thankful and, for that. Yeah, and, and for someone who has a five-month-old child, you look incredibly alert and awake. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> she, she is a good sleeper. I'm very spoiled by her. She's a very good sleeper. Knock on wood. Right. That's awesome. How are you? How are you maintaining your running uh, regimen and your personal time during all of yeah. this and with a new baby? That's a, another fantastic question. Um, I am very fortunate to have a very supportive husband um, and he also enjoys exercising. So we do have to manipulate our schedules. Um, we're both morning people and um, one of us goes to the gym while the other one is home with the baby. And usually she's still asleep during that time but we just flip flop who can do what. Um, so every day is a new adventure. We're figuring things out day by day, but I think that we do have a pretty good routine and, um, I, I'm very type A, I'm a pharmacist. So I like to have organization and like to have my plan and my structure to my day. So really getting our baby on a schedule has helped both of us as well so that we sure. can try to maintain some degree of normalcy and also still get supper on the table at nighttime and try to go to bed. Right. There is that. Who does right? the cooking in the house? I, that, that would be me. I'm your girl. <laughs> My husband does <laughs> can right. grill and he makes a good pizza, but it's, it's mainly me. Yeah. That, well, do you eat healthy or are you, uh, do, yeah. or, or, or do you run to eat like me? Both. <laughs> I would say we're, we're pretty healthy overall. I do have a, a pretty serious weakness for ice cream. Um, so I do eat a lot of ice go. cream and sweets. There, well, you think, right. there could be good. there could be worse. Yeah, there's calcium in ice cream, right? Right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so how, how did you get hooked up with the uh, the ambassadors for the for the Nevada Health Charlotte Marathon? How did you get connected with us and? Uh, Tell us more about that. Yeah. So the first year that I ran Charlotte, I did the half the year that I moved back to Charlotte. So that would have been 2014. 
Um, and it was just such a fun experience. I actually PR during that race and I don't know uh, if I will ever hit that PR ever again, but it was just such a fun experience. And um, I tell people that aren't even from Charlotte that this is such a great race because you literally get to see all of Charlotte. Even if you just do the half, you kind of hit the highlights of Charlotte. But if you run the full, you literally see every single neighborhood and just the energy that is within the Charlotte community. It's such a fun day to participate in and also for the spectators. I think that they have a really great time as well. Um, so I actually have been on the pace team for the Charlotte Marathon. I think I paced it three or four times, either the front half or the back half. Um, so in the past few years, I haven't actually raced it. I've been with the pace team with um, the Charlotte Running Club. So last year, of course, everything was kind of different with COVID, obviously. But that was my first year being a Charlotte Marathon ambassador. And it was a really fun experience, even though we weren't getting to do as many things in person. It was still just fun to connect with other runners and develop kind of a support network during COVID. And then this year, I'm excited that we'll actually be back in person and it'll be great to really promote the event more yeah. at with like the six pack series and just we've got some really fun events coming up with various running clubs in Charlotte. So I'm excited to be out there. Awesome. Awesome. That's and we appreciate what about it. your, and what about your, uh, what about your personal list for this year? Now that the races are opening back up, like you said, I, I know you'll be out there in November. What else have you got on your calendar? You know, I really just run for fun. I'm excited to participate in some of these races mm -hmm. that are coming up. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I am competitive, but it's mostly competitive with myself. So I don't have anything <laughs> that I'm trying to beat or trying to do right now. I just, have a good group of girlfriends that I like to run with. So whatever comes my way this year, I'll probably run um, the corporate cup in August. I'm thinking about that too, um, but we'll good see. For you. Good for you. That's good exciting. You. Very yeah. exciting. Um, and, and I've got, I've got to know uh, as also the father of daughters. And <laughs> again, I'm fascinated with this, this line of work that you're in. Um, it, I, I know nothing about the, the pharmacy field and okay. those types of sciences. Um, uh, I do know where the pharmacy is. So, you know, there you go. I've got that going for me. However, <laughs> however, um, a, a, as a female person in that space, are you unique or is, are there lots of women in this space and, uh, and what's going on in there? Yeah, that's a good question. So honestly, when I graduated from pharmacy school, the majority mm -hmm. of my class were women. Um, a lot of my colleagues really? did go into retail pharmacy. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, I, on my team, actually, like I said, my team is all pharmacists and we are mm -hmm. all women as well. My partner wow. on my team is a female oncology pharmacist. Mm -hmm. But on the flip side, there some institutions may have more men. I, I don't know, but I feel like it is a lot of women in this field. And the nice thing about pharmacy, yeah. and really until I got into it, I didn't realize how many different areas of pharmacy mm -hmm. there were. Yeah. Um, and even being in the role that I'm currently in, my, I'm constantly interacting with other pharmacists outside of our team. And it's amazing mm -hmm. to me how many avenues you can go down into once you have your pharmacy degree. That's fantastic. Yeah, I love really that. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's super cool. I like to say, and, and one of my daughters is a, is a STEM and science student. So, oh, okay. You know, so exploring, it's like, oh, I wonder where she be. Pharmacy so is great. Now, <laughs> I never in a million years did I think that I would be doing a job like this, but it's because I didn't know that one existed. Yeah. So I love right. I mean, doing, I and 
I loved what I did yeah. in the hospital too, but this is a completely different role and I'm challenged in a different way in this job. So it's That's been great. Awesome. And, and you know that it's got to be running absolutely on point, Tim, because there's nobody but ladies in that department over there. So that's you right. know it's on point, man. That's right. <laughs> that's it's right. totally on that's, point. That's, that's right. Well organized. It's very well right? organized. Oh, yeah. Yes. There's a, there's a schedule. There's a way to do yeah. things. SOP is never an issue. <laughs> um, well, l let me bring this uh Back around, uh, we talked a little bit at at the beginning about your uh, your your bike ride with the Twenty Four Foundation. Um, do you have a goal in mind? Uh, how many miles you want to ride in the twenty four hours? Are you just out there for the this what I call the the Friday night glamour, which is <laughs> see and be seen, and they ride a couple laps and wave, and then they pack their bike up and go home, and it's, that's it. What are your what are your goals? uh for the event and and tag team on that do you have any fundraising goals that you would be willing to share with us yeah 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 so you're right friday is kind of the exciting kickoff i guess if you will um yeah. i am always out there friday night for the kickoff event i usually cycle I don't know, until eight o'clock or so on Friday night. And then 24 Foundation does do a lot of events. So it's it's an all 24 hour yeah. festivity, if you will. Um, but sure. they do like a midnight pizza party. They have bands come out. They do, they usually have yoga Saturday morning. I haven't seen the full lineup for this year. So usually what I do is I ride for a while on Friday night and then on Saturday morning, I usually volunteer with like packet pickup or sometimes I do a water stop. Um, and I try to volunteer before the event as well. So signups for volunteering actually open up today. So if you just Google 24 Foundation Charlotte Volunteer, you can sign up to assist and you do not have to cycle um, to volunteer. You can help with, they need help with so many things. So I'm planning to sign up to volunteer on Wednesday or Thursday with packet pickup or something. Um, and then I ride for a little bit on Saturday as well. Um, awesome. So yeah, it's a really fun That's event. Good. And then they need people to help take down after all the festivities are over. Um, as far as fundraising goes, in order to participate in the event, you are required to raise a minimum of $400. And then once you go above that amount, they do have various prizes that you are eligible for. Um, so the bare minimum, of course, I hope to raise $400. That's what I do each year. But yeah. Anything in excess of that is wonderful. So I usually you, send an email support asking for support and then also post it on social media as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You you do not strike me as a bare minimum kind of person. So I, I'm <laughs> going to I'm gonna help you out here. All right, I'm gonna help you out here for those who would like to help Meg fundraise and let's let's set a goal, Meg, of ten times. So let's set a goal of four thousand because I think be you can fabulous. do this. All right, and we're going to help you. So for those that would like to help Meg get to $4,000 this year, you can sponsor a buck a mile, a 10 bucks a mile, a flat fee, whatever. How do they get in touch with your fundraising page and say, I'm in, I'll help you out, make a donation, and it goes to cancer research, right? Yes, exactly. So all okay. of the fundraising money goes directly to support cancer research, but it also goes to support mm -hmm families and caregivers of those that are affected by cancer. So for example, mm -hmm. 
um, at Levine Cancer Institute and at, at Levine Children's Hospital, they both receive funding for various survivorship programs. There's also some scholarship programs that are available. Um, there's lots of different funding avenues, if you will. Okay. Um, so and in order, so it, yeah, if you yep. would like to make a donation to the 24 Foundation, um, you can go directly to their website. So 24 Foundation, they're very active on social media. Mm -hmm. um, if you would like to specifically help me reach my fundraising goals and not have that bare minimum, um, there is a link in mm -hmm. my Instagram handle. Um, so my Instagram is MegCTaylor7, and I have a link there where you can directly donate to me. But also, if you go to the 24 Foundation page, you can just type in my name and my fundraising page comes up. It's got a team picture Meg. from one of the past years. All right. Meg yep. C. Taylor 7. Seven. Yep. yep. You is, got it. Is your handle. Yep. And they can go on and I'm going to challenge people uh, like don't come with a light checkbook people. I want, I want Meg to see Thank the you. power I'm excited of about the this. local this is community. Wonderful. I wasn't yeah. expecting this 4, today. <laughs> bucks. I think what is the 3,500 and you get the toaster? You know, I, I actually do not know. I do not know the cutoffs. We want you to get the toaster. So we're going to go a little bit above uh, the toaster so we have some, some room. Uh, 4000 bucks. Um, I think you can do it. You're, you're you. well organized. You're, you're, a, you're a champion. You do the right things for the right reasons. Um, thanks for being a Charlotte Marathon ambassador and, yeah, and helping us promote the marathon. You know, we too at the marathon, uh, you know, one of our missions, our, our foremost mission is to raise money for Hemby Children's Hospital. So we, we, are, we are all in on that and, and really um, focused on helping the local community and mm -hmm. appreciate what you do for the community as well. Thank you. All right, Meg. Meg Thanks, C. Meg. Taylor 7. Meg Thanks C. Taylor 7. Us. Yep. It was all great right. talking with y'all today. Thank you so much. The Running Around Charlotte podcast is presented by the Novon Health Charlotte Marathon. One day, five events, with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Registration and more information is available at runcharlotte.com. The Running Around Charlotte podcast is brought to you by Pinnacle Financial Partners and produced in partnership with Well Run Media and Marketing. New episodes are available every week, anywhere you listen to podcasts.